Welcome again, everyone, to the Cover the Weekend podcast. I'm Tommy Lorenzo. Thanks again for joining me on Cover the Weekend. And what a week for the podcast plays this past weekend. Eight out of nine uh, on last week's podcast plays combined on college football and NFL plays with Georgia minus 31 and a half, the only uh, ticket that went into the wastebasket. All eight other bets uh, last week uh, were winners highlighted by Iowa at plus 10 who won outright and the Cleveland Browns at seven and a half. At least it was seven and a half when we recorded. It ended up getting as high as eight and a half, I believe, in most places, maybe nine. And they got the outright win uh, as well. But all of that goes in the little uh, happy box uh, of memories. <laughs> um, and uh, we got to focus on this week now. Forget about last week and how well um, we did. We got to get the money this week. And I intend uh, just to do that. Before I uh, go over some of the college and NFL plays uh, for the upcoming weekend, uh, I'd like to give, I don't know if you want to call it a shout out, but a thank you to uh, Circus Sportsbooks in Las Vegas, uh, specifically the staff at the Tuscany Hotel, which is a small casino, um, small, I mean, small hotel compared to the big strip hotels uh, that's off the strip. Quiet spot, nice spot if... Uh, you ever um, want to stay off strip or are having trouble getting rooms, the Tuscany is not a bad place whatsoever. And what's good about it is they have a circus sportsbook there, so you don't have to go all the way downtown to um, bet on um, some of the things that circus sportsbook offers, uh, particularly what Circa offers that other Vegas sportsbooks do not right now is to parlay future bets. So you can parlay the uh, your Super Bowl winner to the World Series winner or NBA championship. You can also, um, you know, parlay really any other future bet, whether it's Heisman Trophy winner, MVP, whatever it may be. And you can do it in multiple ways. And obviously those tickets become kind of like mini lottery tickets if, you, uh, if you're if you lucky enough to uh, get some right combinations there. Um, I play them uh, on occasion. Uh, I have hit um, a couple there. Um, which is fun. So anyway, getting to the story, I, I went in and the sportsbook team there was wrapping up. It was later in the evening. I went to the kiosk because I was going to make a number of these future parlays as I have a group of friends coming uh, over to my home um, this weekend. And I wanted to have a little, you know, something for each of them as a gift for coming out or whatever. And I started trying to make the parlay bets, but for whatever reason, the kiosk was not allowing me to make bets uh, over $10. So I kind of panicked a little bit because I had my sheet there and I was trying to get all these bets in for my buddies who were going to be coming over. And uh, one of the sportsbook staff there that were, you know, like I said, they were wrapping up and, and pretty much putting everything away. He noticed that uh, I looked a little alarmed and he asked me what's going on. I explained and he basically said, hey, don't worry about it. Come on over. I said, hey, aren't you closing? He said, don't worry about it. What do you got? Let's get it going. Said the kiosks are limited when it comes to those types of bets. Anyway, long story short, um, they were really good. Jeff and Danny are their names and uh, great staff there and great customer service. I think Circa is known for that. They are a sharp book and they do offer things like these parlay, um, these future parlays, but their customer service is off the charts and, uh, charts, and I really appreciate both Jeff, both Jeff and Danny. I did tip them with a pair of $10 future tickets. It paid like 900 bucks, so I'm rooting for that to come in for them. They were more than happy uh, with that tip, um, but it's the absolute least I can do uh, for their help. So when you get good service at the sportsbook, 
you know, thank them. And, um, you know, you can leave a little tip, whether it's five, 10 bucks, or even uh, what I do sometimes is a, a bet ticket that hopefully cashes for them. So that's my little plug for Circa. But as most of you know, Westgate Superbook is still my favorite, always has been. Um, they're great over there, but, you know, Circa is uh, first class as well. So just wanted to share that. Let's go to the picks. So here we go, college football. Identified uh, some games here to attack from a betting perspective. First, we go to the American Athletic Conference, where the Mean Green of North Texas visits the Tulane Green Wave at 12.30 p.m. on ESPN2. North Texas currently sits at plus 20 and a half. A few spots are at plus 20, but... Um, you know, you expected North Texas to be a good underdog here uh, against a Tulane team that look is looking very good. Um, as I've indicated in the past, though, the North Texas offense can produce on the road. The Mean Green is right up there with the likes of Michigan and Kansas in terms of yards per play when they're away from home. And I always like an offense that can go into enemy territory and still be effective, like North Texas uh, has shown. I like the toughness of their quarterback, Chandler uh, Rogers. He's tough uh, in the pocket, sometimes too tough. He does take sacks more than I'd like to see usually, but the upshot to that is that he doesn't throw interceptions. He, he'll, he'll hang in the pocket. If it's not there, he'll just close up, take the sack, and uh, look to live for another down instead of trying to make something happen unnecessarily and uh, turn the ball over. So from that aspect, he's very good, and I like that as part of the overall offense that North Texas has. Now, Tulane um, is a good team, very strong team, very uh, very well coached, and they showed that um, in a solid performance against Memphis last week, both sides of the ball. Their defense was a little slow to get going, but they did just fine, and offensively, obviously, they got the job done in the second half as they were down at halftime, and they came back and flipped 31 points uh, on the Tigers. Tulane is good, but in this spot, in my opinion, not good enough to be nearly a three-touchdown favorite against really what's an underrated squad uh, in North Texas. And finally, um, related to this game, Tulane is 115th in the country in red zone defense, uh, allowing a TD or field goal 93% of the time that their opponents are in the red zone. So if if North Texas gets in the red zone, they're going to score. And on top of all this, 88% of the money as... uh, at, at the time of this podcast uh, broadcasting or recording, is on Tulane to cover the spread. I'll be one of the 12% on North Texas on Saturday. North Texas mean green, plus 20 and a half. Let's do it. Moving along to other college football action on Saturday, looking at Duke plus 14 and a half at Florida State. Uh, Florida State, the, the Duke passing offense is conservative uh, by design uh, as they allow their top 10 in yards per rush running game, and their very disciplined defense guide them to success. That's been the formula for them this year. Strong record, strong against a spread record as well. This will be a big stage for Duke, but I think they'll be just fine here. Uh, I think they stay competitive in this game with their elite defense, and I really like that you're getting over two touchdowns. So we'll take Duke plus 14 and a half, and I like the hook here. Some places are at 14, but plenty of places at 14 and a half. So get that uh uh, plus 14 and a half if you can find it additional college football plays i'll be on this weekend houston plus 23 and a half versus texas this could be a little dangerous texas has had a time to uh mull over their loss to uh, oklahoma and maybe come out like gangbusters but 
Uh, Houston really is a click below um, every offensive and defensive category when you pair them up against Texas. But I'm saying a click or two. There's not a huge gap between these two teams in terms of you know the the underlying numbers doesn't mean that Houston's going to upset Texas doesn't mean Texas isn't going to beat Houston by a couple of touchdowns but i do think that the Houston is a, a little better than what this line is giving uh giving them credit for i like Houston plus 23 and a half at home versus the Longhorns uh, another game i like Wisconsin minus 2 and a half at Illinois i don't know why the Wisconsin hate all of a sudden um yeah they're not that good um, but they're not that bad. And I think visiting Illinois, they're going to be a little fired up after that um, loss to Iowa. I'm sure that's left a bad taste in Wisconsin's mouth. And I think they'll go into Illinois, bounce back well. I like that this number is at minus two and a half. So we'll take Wisconsin um, minus two and a half at Illinois. Utah plus seven. I was not down with this number when it first came out right around six. Saw it at six and a half. And now that it's at seven, I'm on Utah. Um, You know, I'm going to continue to fade USC and their defense all season long, uh, as as long as they're favored. Uh, This will be the toughest defense USC uh, will see so far this season, even tougher than Notre Dame. Uh, I think Utah comes in here, makes a game out of this. Uh, I don't know if they win this game, but you give me a touchdown and if seven and a half start popping up, even better. But as of right now, most of the, the sports books have Utah plus seven. I will take Utah and the points in this uh, Pac-12 uh, matchup. Finally, Iowa minus three and a half versus Minnesota. This will be a low-scoring affair. Uh, the hook is a little concerning, but not enough to get uh, get me off of this. Iowa at home with that strong defense. I don't think there'll be a letdown here after their uh, um, victory, upset victory over Wisconsin. I was on them last week. I'm going to be on them again. I just don't think the betting market's giving them a, a ton of respect. And I don't like Minnesota at all um, against the Iowa defense. So three and a half works for me. We'll take Iowa minus three and a half as um, one of the podcast college football plays. And now we go into the NFL with, we'll kick it off with suspicious lines uh, for this week. Last week we had Louisville as the suspicious line play of the week. There were seven and a half point favorites going in undefeated against a very bad Pitt team. Well, what happened? Pitt beat them outright. So we were uh, uh, good on that. And if any of you avoided Louisville last week or even jumped on Pitt, uh, good for you. Um, Uh, I like Louisville a lot, but I certainly wasn't going to bet him in that spot. Uh, It was too suspicious, and there were other factors too. So congrats if uh, you avoided Louisville uh, last week and maybe were even on pit. Uh, That's great. Now we're going to the NFL. Colts plus three. They are hosting the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns road favorites here. Um, We all saw what the Browns defense uh, did to the best team in the NFL, the 49ers, last Sunday. The Colts offense, led by Gardner Minshew, through multiple interceptions last week, and that offense really didn't look very good uh, in their loss. The Browns currently have 83% of the money uh, bet on them in this game. Sportsbooks um, are doing their job by getting Browns money, setting the line where they did. But don't fall for it. The Colts' defense is sneaky good, and you would think that there will be a strong emphasis on ball control and really not turning the ball over. 
you would hope that the Colts do that in practice this week. Gardner Minshew is serviceable. He's just a strange quarterback. There's He'll have a game or two where you're like, man, this guy, I don't know why he's a backup. He could probably start in a few places. And then he'll throw in a game like he did last week, and you realize uh, why he's um, a backup in the league and not a starter. Uh, the Browns quarterback situation is still uh, up in the air. And uh, even with Deshaun Watson or the rookie starter who who held his own against the Niners, we'll, we'll give him credit. I just don't think that the Browns, after that all-out effort last week against the Niners, they threw the kitchen sink at San Francisco, are, are going to be necessarily up for this game. I think Colts want to bounce back after their loss. I think the Colts defense will do a very good job against Cleveland. And it's just a matter of the Colts being smart with the ball, um, taking what Cleveland get, gives them. Cleveland has a great defense, but I think the Colts can do enough here to uh, maybe win the game, but certainly cover and keep this very close at home. So we're wrapping this up in, in two ways. This is the suspicious line of the week, uh, Cleveland minus three, but there's also one of the NFL podcast plays as I'll be on Indianapolis uh, plus three on Sunday. Staying with the NFL and another not so exciting game, but remember, we're not looking for the most exciting game. We're looking for games that actually give us um, a chance to uh, beat the sportsbook and what we're called here or what the sportsbook's called cover the weekend. We're going to go to Chicago, Bears plus three. Uh, yes, the Bears are going with a Division two QB in Tyson, uh, Tyson Badgen. I don't know if you pronounce it Baggin or Badgen. I think it's Badgen. Um, but a whole week of practice for this uh, young quarterback with the first team, I think will help. Uh, the Raiders um, have won two in a row at home against a pair of not so good teams. And you saw how the Patriots looked that, that week or last week and that offense is just terrible. Um, I think the Bears can do a little better than that at home. Uh, the Raiders now find themselves in a road matchup that's going to be much tougher than it appears on paper. There is a factor in this game, too. The Raiders' red zone efficiency is pretty pretty weak, and Garoppolo is still questionable for this game. If he goes, I have a little bit more worry about taking the Bears, but not enough to get me off of them. If he doesn't go, even better, because I think the Raiders may have to try a few field goals here given their uh, red zone inefficiencies, and you're not in a dome like you are in Las Vegas. There's going to be uh, wins at Soldier Field in Chicago this weekend. So if the Raiders can't punch the ball into the end zone and they're trying to kick 40, 50-yard field goals, um, you know, those points are big when you're talking about a point spread. So it's a small angle, but it may come into play here uh, on a game where I just think Chicago will will likely win here, um, Justin Fields or or not. Um, I think the Raiders... um, uh, you know, did what they did the last two games at home. Good for them. I was actually on them in one of those games uh, against Green Bay. But this week against the Bears, I think they leave the comfy confines of Allegiant Stadium. They'll have to deal with the elements a little bit. And uh, a Bears team that put up a good fight against uh, Minnesota. If you recall, we were on Minnesota last week. And we're not on the Bears. We faded them. But I'm on the Bears this week because I think uh, they're set up to, uh, to uh, you know, set up in a good spot here against a Raiders team that um, on paper maybe looks like the favorite here, but I just, I I have this game as straight even. So I'll take the three points with the Bears on Sunday against the Las Vegas Raiders. All right, everybody, if you could please help me out. I hope I've helped you out with good picks and made you some money. I do appreciate the direct messages and all the 
the feedback on Twitter. I got several DMs this week, which I'm happy about. The people uh, won some money with the picks. That always makes me happy. That's why I do the podcast. If you can please hit the five-star button, uh, and even better, if you can just take a minute or two to leave a review, it really helps the algorithm in terms of moving the podcast up in the ratings. We're top 25 in sports betting after only about a dozen uh, episodes, so I'm very happy about that. But I owe that to you who actually take time to uh, download the podcast every week. So good luck this weekend. Let's cover the weekend again this week. And uh, may all your bets be winning ones. Take care, everybody.